Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Do you have like a strict set time for cutting your grass every week? No, I'm chaotic like that. Yeah. I'm a little chaotic. I tend to have a nasty habit of cutting my grass at the hottest point of every day. Yeah, just so you can get it good and scorched (laughs) so it feels like shredded wheat. I'm like, I probably should do this in the morning or in the evening, but... No, I'll do it mid-afternoon in the blazing sun. Yeah, that's what I did yesterday afternoon, too. And it's it's so... This is the part of the podcast, by the way, where we talk about lawn care. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing more interesting than lawn care. I was out for a walk yesterday morning, and I was coming home, and it's like 10 after 8. And I'm, dr- I'm walking down my street, and a guy a block down from me, 8, 10 a.m., pulls his gas mower out Sunday morning and fires that thing up. That seems a little... eight ten on a Sunday morning and you're yeah. letting the dogs out, hey? Yeah, that seems way too early. You're a couple hours too early for my taste. But I guarantee you he's probably one of those guys, hey, quiet time ends at 7 a.m. One of those guys who it's strictly letter of the law. There's no such thing as spirit of the law. Even at like 3 in the afternoon if I'm mowing the lawn, I'm so self-conscious about the noise it's making. Yeah. So to do that at 8, like I'm just not wired that way. How how could you not think that all your neighbors hate you? Yeah, probably doesn't care. Like I was telling you, like I was a little lucky yesterday. They waited till 10, but my next door neighbor's, I just heard a weird noise and look out and they had a tarp spread open across their grass in their backyard and they were just hosing it down. And if you've ever heard rain or any water hit a tarp before, it's not quiet at all. There's only one reason to wash a tarp though, Bryce. Were they Was there uh, something rolled up in that thing? Posing of some evidence? Ooh. Ooh. I didn't I wonder, see that. I would have probably gone over there and said, hey, what are you washing off that tarp? Or I would have videoed it. I should have just called the police. You probably, probably should have called 911, like went straight to emergency services. But yeah, starting the lawnmower at, yeah. uh, at 8 a.m. That's too early. <laughs> that's too early. That's, that's jackass at, behavior. What point, though, like if you think about a, uh, firing up your lawnmower at 10 after 8, what's to stop somebody from moving their drum set outside at 10 after 8 in the morning? Or practicing their bagpipes in the backyard at 10 after 8. Like, what? What's with people? I live in fear now. Um, I, so I have like a, a battery-powered lawnmower. I don't have a gas one. I kind of wish I had a gas one. Yeah. They're just more fun. But I had like a neighbor come out a year or two ago and start quizzing me on it. And you couldn't answer the questions? He's asking me all these questions oh about specs on the lawnmower that I don't know. Why, do, why does everyone just assume... <laughs> That you know everything. And for me, it's the vehicle I drive. People will ask me, what engine's in that one? It's like, I don't know. It takes gas. A metal one? It's made, I don't know. <laughs> it's made out of metal, and there's some <laughs> some belts that spin around and stuff. It's that one. I don't know. Like, I, honest to God, I don't know when the last time is I lifted the hood on it. 
Like I look at the little sticker in the window, and if it says time for an oil change, that's when I go. Yeah. So. My, the hood on my car is actually tricky to open, and it takes me a second. And I'm so embarrassed at how long sometimes it takes me to open my hood. Oh, yeah. I never feel like more of a wimp than in that oh. moment, except for when the guy's like, oh, so, uh, and he's quizzing me about the lawnmower. And it's just, I don't know, it's a Canadian tire lawnmower that I got. The on cheapest sale. one available. Yeah. Why don't, don't you know. Google it, pal? <laughs> I don't know, man. Leave me alone. How many RPMs that blade spinning at? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm scared. How often do you sharpen the blade? Never. Never. <laughs> do I look like I'm sharpening the blade? I don't know. Uh, I've used that. Did we talk about this on the podcast? My lawnmower? I've had it for, thir- this is my 13th summer with this lawnmower. I've never changed the oil. I've never checked the oil. I've never changed the air filter. I've never sharpened the blade. I didn't even know they had air filters. Oh my God, I think they do, don't they? I have no clue. It sounds like they could. I don't know. I'm not in a position Turn to Turn our microphones it. off for just a second here. Should I Google that? Well, no, we sound like idiots. It sounds like it would be true. I'm going to Google this right now. Hold Turn, on. Leave the mics off, though. Okay, yeah, microphone's off. Don't worry about it. Because I just, I feel like Do people will look at us differently if they think we don't know anything about our lawnmowers. Lawnmowers have air filters. A lawnmower's air filter keeps dust. Oh, they do have. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So turn the mic back. How to clean a lawnmower air filter. Okay. Turn the mics back on. Okay. Well, they totally have air filters. Obviously. Like everybody knows that there's an air filter in a lawnmower. (laughs) Any idiot knows that. The thing preventing me from checking my oil or changing my oil is that I don't know how you are uh, taking the blade off to sharpen the blade is... I don't know how you tip the lawnmower up on its side to get the blade off without spilling all the gas out. Oh, um, yeah, because didn't you do that and you kill a bunch of your I grass? I killed my grass, yeah, because I was trying to, I tipped my lawnmower up to scrape all, oh, that's satisfying too. When you get underneath it with a paint scraper and you scrape off all the old hardened grass, mm. oh my God. It comes off in a big chunk? Yeah, it's oh, totally God. zen. But anyway, that's going to do it for a couple of manly men talking about lawnmowers. Yeah. Who know a lot about lawnmowers. <laughs> Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. As a matter of fact, when I roll into Lube City, the first thing they want to ask me about, my lawnmower. And we talk about lawnmower specs. They know a thing or two about lawnmower engines. Yeah, they, but they're not going to work on your lawnmower engine. But when you're there getting your oil changed or getting your tires changed over, they'll engage you about your lawnmower if you ask. And, or they, won't, if, and they won't sell you a lawnmower air filter unless you really need it. Exactly. Uh, they've got 27 Alberta locations. You can find the one near you at lubecity.ca. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Just two guys watching the world go by. Hot dog day was a pretty good day. God, I like hot dog day was good. I pers- I love the pizza day where you get a tiny little Pizza Hut pizza. Maybe oh. some chocolate milk. Yeah. Ooh, that day was a write-off. All morning you'd be thinking about it. Then it would come, and then the rest of the afternoon, you were just talking about your pizza. You have questions? Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly have answers. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We've been talking a lot about, like, today's, it's not called a polling station anymore. It's called a voting place, which, like, I'm comfortable with that, but that doesn't seem like a government thing. Like, the government, they like things to be really, really official sounding, not voting place. But that's what they're called now. How come they're not called polling stations? What happened? I couldn't imagine anything that matters less to me. 
Well, no, it doesn't really matter to me either, but somebody pointed that out. I'm like, oh, you're right. It used to be called a polling station. They probably did a million dollar think tank to come up with a new name uh, too. Like it probably cost a trillion dollars to come up with that. Yeah, you know what we need to do? You know what's going to get people to the polls? Call it voting places. <laughs> Watch this. Uh, we were talking about how cool it is if you get to go to a, like a junior high or an elementary school, if that's where you get to go vote because you just sort of visualize... You get nostalgic. You're in a gym again. You're like, ah, I wish there was a rack of balls here. I wish there was a floor hockey stick with an impossible curve on it. Yes. Yes. I can send some wristers right at some kid's head. Hell, even set up a badminton thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll play some badminton for a few minutes while I vote. Somebody said, can you imagine if you went in there and they had the Canadian climber all for Does Does everyone know what that is? It was like a climbing apparatus that folded flush against the gym wall. And then every now and again, they would fold it out, and that was gym class that day. You just swinging from ropes and climbing ladders. Oh, my God, it was the best. God, I can still picture them. But I bet you they don't do it anymore because you can't have kids 30 feet in the air. Yeah, it takes one kid to fall to ruin it for all of us. And then I just started thinking, what was your absolute favorite out-of-the-ordinary thing at school? Like something that didn't happen very often, but when it did, you almost peed yourself. My, mine was probably when you'd see the trampoline come out in gym class. Oh. That was a good one. Ooh, I don't think I ever got a trampoline. Mm. God, that must have been sweet. I would have killed for a trampoline. Yeah, and it was one of those dangerous... It was one of those... Uh, I think we called it the quad maker because uh, it, <laughs> it, it didn't have a net and you would just have... 25 other jackasses from junior high standing around that would hopefully catch you if things went sideways. They're also encouraging you to pull off moves you can't pull off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do a triple backflip. Oh, I don't know. I like jam- I, I like trampoline. That was really good. I loved the floor hockey you know, with the felt pucks and just whipping them at people. Uh, I remember in high school we did uh, squash. Oh. And that was fun. They're like, okay, guys, go have fun. They would put us in these tiny rooms to place. We didn't follow rules. No, you were just, you were just trying to you're trying to hit your friends. In the head. That was fun. Yeah. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I always like, we didn't get trampoline very often, but when I'd come into gym class and you'd see the trampoline set up, ooh, that was a good day. I also enjoyed hot dog day. That was fun. Uh, Somebody else said when you would be sitting in class, no teacher yet, then the door opens and the teacher wheels in that crappy TV on wheels. You knew it was going to be a good time watching a video instead of book learning. (laughs) And as an adult, you look back on that now and you realize, and you didn't realize this at the time, but you realize now that's because your teacher went rogue the night before. That's what that was all about. Uh, a lot of people said track and field day, but not for the obvious reason. This must this wasn't a thing like where I did track and field. This wasn't a thing. But people said uh, it was a day of attempting various events, hanging around with friends, and there was always ice cream at the end. Was there always ice cream at the end of track and field day? Is that an Edmonton thing? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Uh, my name's Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly. Bryce, you just told me a fascinating story backstage. Yeah. And, but 
Do you have that text? Yes. Uh, okay. So the text was about AMA does a patroller program, and at the end of the year, all the kids got to spend the day at Horlack Park and go and do activities. It rained the whole day, and they let us hang out in the gym instead. Uh, and it reminded me, I was a patroller back in Calgary. Uh, how did that go for you? I got fired from being a patroller. You got fired from school safety patrol? I did. Why? Because they kept holding these like mandatory meetings over lunch and recess, and I eventually said, no, I want to go play soccer. So I skipped out on these meetings, and they fired me. Ooh. In Calgary, you got to go to Heritage Park, which would be like Fort Edmonton Park here, yeah. which I don't care about, but you got a day off of school. Probably some ice cream. Some ice cream. This one's, they said they got pizza. Oh. And uh, I didn't get to experience that because I got fired just beforehand. <sighs> I was a school safety patroller too. I never got fired. But I was in it because I I liked the uh, the uniform. Mm. So the uniform was, it was like an army helmet. Like literally an army helmet, but it was bright orange. And you got a flag and a vest. And I always thought that was pretty sharp. Plus you got to stand in the middle of the road and go, hey. Stop! Put your hand up like this. Yeah. You felt like when you're nine, you've just the feeling of power. Like I felt very, very powerful. Yeah, that was back when when I was a patroller too. You'd walk out into the middle of the road and just stand there and block cars. They don't let you do that. They just yeah. stand on the sidewalk now. And school zone speeding limits speed limits were a hundred and ten back then. They encouraged cars to hit children. Yes. Like I was a hero and uh-huh. they fired me. So thank you. You don't fire a hero. Crystal actually just texted and said, I'm organizing the patroller party this year. It's on Friday at Rundle Park. Ooh, okay. Maybe I should go crash it and I can finally get to live that dream. Well, or get your name on a list down <laughs> at the police station. Or get arrested. Yeah, one of those two things. Uh, we're just talking about what was the, like for you when you were in school, we're getting all nostalgic here today. What was the best day? Like for me, it was, uh, I said, anytime you saw the trampoline in gym class, you'd come out of the locker room, and you'd be like, oh, trampoline. Like that was always, I loved that. Somebody said, what about gymnastics class? Pommel horses and springboards. We all thought we were Nadia Kamenich. Do you know who that was? Yeah. Perfect tens. I think she's the only person to ever score perfect tens at the Olympics. A Romanian gymnast back in 1976, Bryce. And this music right here, this is called Nadia's Theme. Ooh. This was written for Nadia Comaneci. And it's also the theme music for, you know, you've arrived on Global Edmonton just a little bit early for the five o'clock news when you catch the tail end of this music. Oh, the you're soap just, opera music. Yeah, you're sitting there waiting for Caroline Devaney and you have to listen. And you get there a little bit too early and suddenly you get really, really depressed because you know that the highlight of somebody's day has just ended. <laughs> Days of our lives? Oh, listen to that piano work. God, getting to the news too early and seeing the soap opera. You have to, if someone else is in the house, I'm waiting for the news. Yeah. They suddenly think you're one of those people. When this music's, it's always one of those over-the-shoulder shots, too, where they're both facing the camera, but the one person's talking over the other person, or they're talking into a mirror, so you can see them both as this music plays. This is where this moment happens, where it's like, Rice died. I'm his twin. Rice. (gasps) Tomorrow. On days of our lives. <laughs> it's funny, when I fired this up, I just realized I accidentally... Uh, I'm playing this off Spotify. 
and it was still connected to my Sonos speakers at home. Oh man, so playing I'm, with your Spotify. Now it's going to mess up. Now your recommendations are all going to be oh. soap opera music. <laughs> I can only imagine my uh, beautiful bride and my gifted children probably got an earful of that. Ooh, someone says Scholastic Book Fair. Oh yeah. Ooh, that was a good day. You'd go there with a toonie or whatever. Probably get a poster. I always got the books about the dumbest criminals. Yeah. That was my thing, man. Or the uh, Guinness Book of World Records, the new edition. Or you get a sweet Lamborghini poster. Yeah. Oh, baby. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello. Garner. Hello. Don't talk about soap operas that you know nothing about. That's not days of our lives. It's young and the restless. Young and the restless. Why in our days of our lives? It's all the same thing, days isn't it? Days of our lives is not on TV anymore. Okay, I meant... <laughs> it's only on streaming. Uh, do you watch that? Faithfully. This is Brenda. Oh. I can go back 40 years on the history of days of Young and the Restless. But hang on a second, Brenda. You have no vision. Like, do you listen to the the video description version of it? They don't have that on soap operas. They don't. I just know. I just know the characters' voices. Uh, but also, with Young and the Restless, what they do is, you can always tell when somebody's leaving a room or entering a room, and if it's a female or a male mm-hmm. by the way they walk. Oh, you hear the clicky shoes. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah, it's Young and Restless. That's my bad. Yes, dear. Okay, you have a I good... I think you should apologize to all the YNR fans out there. Okay, I will. Oh, my God, they're all texting. I had no idea everybody was still watching that. Oh, yeah, honey. Really? It's that big oh, yeah. a deal? Oh, yeah, has got herself in such a freaking pickle. She's she in a... to death to frame Diane and now half the city knows she's alive still. Oh, she'd kill us, old man. Wow. She caused so much trouble in that town for years and years. Anyway, I've got to fly. Okay, Brenda, everybody... Thank you. It's the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Brand new segment on the show called Dogs Are Embarrassing. Uh, Somebody said, hey guys, I also have a dog. Everybody needs to chill. Dogs poop, and when they do, you clean it up. No big deal. Yes, but the... It's a different thing to see a dog poo on like a... A patio. A a pathway in the river valley. Yeah, yeah, And another thing when you're seeing it in your eye line while you're eating nachos on a patio. It hits different. And I know they're dogs. It's what they do. I get it, but yeah. Yeah, everybody poops, but that doesn't mean you want to see it while you're eating a hamburger. Somebody said, kind of a funny story. I live on an acreage near Tomahawk. Since I was a pup, I have taken my dog... Oh, no, since he was a pup, I've taken my dog into the thick bush to do his business. He now will go into the thick bush, which is great. No pickup for me. I've also wondered, though, if I took him into the city, would he just hold it until we found some bush? Mm, I doubt it. Yeah, I have a strong feeling dogs just, uh, he'll let it rip. If he needs to let it rip, he'll let it rip. I don't think I want to talk about this anymore. It's kind of disgusting. Mm. But you were just talking about how you don't like taking your dog anywhere because he starts to bark, right? And you find that embarrassing. Yeah, he's a real mouthy guy. There's these two small, like, could barely walk children who weren't even close to our table. And he was just going the, hey, hey, hey. Uh, And I was like, shut up, you're embarrassing me. He doesn't like children, obviously. (laughs) He doesn't like groups of kids. I know that. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody said my 
husband took his service dog to the beach at Lake Summerside last summer. His dog pooped in the water, causing all kinds of chaos. I wish Ooh. I had been there to witness it. Sandy 100. Sandy, do you really wish you would have been there? Because some of that shame would have been on you. Like, that's the kind of thing you want to you want to hear about that. You don't want any part of that. You know, and it's a service dog, too, so you can't even get mad at it. Oh, oh my God. Everyone's just sitting there. Uh, my embarrassing dog, I have an 80-pound lab. Every time he greets people, he has to go between their legs. He's almost knocked over strangers with his intrusiveness. Mm. That's from Julie. Uh, 80 pounds of dog. That's too much dog, isn't it? It's getting to be. That's not even close to being the biggest. Really? What's a big dog these days? Oh, you could hit triple digits. Really? Oh, yeah. So are dogs getting bigger, sort of like NHL goaltenders are getting bigger? <laughs> kind of. Wow. Some of them just have long dancer legs. Ooh. Some of them are just big boys. Huh. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Somebody says... I had a crack in my foundation. One of my good friends owns a concrete company. He sent two guys over to dig it and fix it. Turns out my little dog had buried a couple of pairs of my panties from the laundry pile. Embarrassing. My husband works at Home Depot. A woman's dog threw up in the garden center. She asked him for cleaning supplies to clean it up. When he returned with the supplies, she had left. He took one for the team and cleaned it up himself. Jesse. I hope your husband is employee of the month. Because that's above and beyond. I wouldn't want to have to do that. Speaking of people who work at Home Depot, too. You know what would be rough? Like you've been on, I don't know, you're three or four hours into your shift and now it's break time. And you have to get one from one side of the store to the other side of the store to get to the break room. Like you're, the clock's already ticking and you're on your break. You're trying to get to the break room for your, but you have to walk through the gamut. You have to run the gamut of customers who are, hey, can you tell me where the roofing nails are? Hey, can you tell me where the step ladders are? Like you're constantly, I don't know, do you throw down your apron and hustle to the break room so nobody knows you actually work there? If you see the uh, Home Depot employee and it looks like they're making a beeline for the break room, let's all just leave them alone so they can have their break. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.